So hello everyone and welcome to the Pondering Couch. This is actually our last Pondering Couch where we just come on the sofa and just ponder. Um, so today I have uh, Paul East with me and uh, Paul was preaching from Galatians uh, chapter 5, looking at the fruits of the Spirit. I believe it's verse 13 to 26. Yes, um, and it's basically the start of our, our new series, looking at the fruits of the Spirit. So next week, we're going to have Trevor, uh, and he's going to be speaking on love. And we're going to touch on the different attributes. So yeah. Paul opened up this new series, exciting series for us, um, looking at Galatians 5 and kind of covering the historical background. And for me, I felt like it was a very challenging passage, a very challenging sermon. It's one of those ones where I feel like, you know, we, we read many passages in Scripture and... I think these are one of the passages that we we have to really get in grips of as Christians yeah. because this is something that, um, that that Paul is saying that as the Holy Spirit indwells believers, there should be different um, traits about us, different in our characters, um, in our behaviors, and so on. And I just thought it was really powerful because you spoke about how uh, as Christians, I mean, many of us um, struggle with sins and, and maybe we've struggled with addictions and, and different sorts. Um, and it's very easy for us Christians to come into a state where we just feel like this is just us, this is just who we are, um, and there's nothing that can really change it. You've tried many different ways, but, but maybe in your own power, but, but nothing's really happened. And we can kind of have this mindset that because we're not perfect, that we can continue to, to live the life that we, we used to live. But actually, we're seeing here that when the Holy Spirit has been given to us through the death and resurrection of Jesus, He's actually given us a better way. Now that the powers of sin no longer needs to grip us and, and have control over us. We're no longer masters to, or slaves to sin, um, but through the Holy Spirit, not our own willpower, but through the Holy Spirit, um, we're able mm -hmm. to overcome sin mm -hmm. and see these fruits of the Spirit actually living inside of us. Like this is actually possible. This is not an impossible scripture that is so far off, but actually God has made this possible uh, for us. And I thought it was really challenging that um, you mentioned that, you know, the chains of sin is no longer bound in us yeah. and we can live a different yeah. life but we're good to just explore more about what what that looks like and, and maybe thoughts on that you may have so, yeah. i guess yeah the two or three things come back to me um from what we talked about and perhaps to take it a bit further mm. i think one thing is that as christians we sometimes have the feeling that well the heart somehow if the Holy Spirit comes to us, it's, that's it. Uh, it's like a one, one day, one time okay. yeah. event in our spiritual journey. And from then on, it'll, everything will just run smoothly mm. or it'll change to a certain degree. Mm. But that's as far as it will go. Yeah. Because after all, I am who I am Absolutely. and I've got my problems and so on. And I'm afraid that I do meet brothers and sisters, and I suppose there have been times in my own life when I've allowed that kind of thinking to take mm. over, and I find that, yeah, well, that's where I am, and, and I, yes, it's not as it was, but we're not going to get any any further change mm. or whatever. And yet, what Paul is saying here is, it's not like that. It's an ongoing, continuing yeah. process. Yeah of the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit isn't a one-time sort of gift that you just have and you take it away and try and measure it up. Mm. It's not like somebody opening a present and once you've got the paper off, I know what my gift is. Mm. It's not that. Mm. It's a, and that experience changes according to the circumstances that we find ourselves with. Mm. Some of us find 
down that road of life we are facing challenges that are just beyond what we could have imagined mm. we would have to face. Mm. And it may be illness, it may be some deep sadness in relationships with, within our families and things like yeah. this. It may be the fact that because of ill health I can't con continue with my career or what it may be. But it's that experience that if we are living with the Holy Spirit, the Spirit mm. in us all the time, as Paul is saying, then we will have that opportunity to the dialogue and to, to know his work in our lives through yeah. the different challenges that we find ourselves having to face. Absolutely. And I think it makes sense, as you mentioned, Paul, he, it seems to be something on his heart when he writes to some of these other churches. Um, he's always talking about kind of this whole aspect of sanctification in terms of continuing to always be like Christ because he knows about the flesh and, and, and the mm. struggles that um, as human beings, unfortunately, we still have this body, we still have this um, we still have sin. Sin is not here. It's not evaporated yet. It's still very much mm. here. Um, but actually, we can still overcome sin. And so Paul consistently is telling these churches, you know, you need to change behavior. You need to become more like Jesus. You need to be satisfied. Like, keeps on going on and on. And I know in Romans 8, there is this whole aspect um, of that mm. as well that would be good to, to look at. Yeah. yeah. I, I think this sums it up very well. Mm. We're in Romans this time, not Galatians, in chapter 8. Uh, as Denzel was saying, and just listening here to what Paul is saying to, again, a very mixed church yeah, very in mixed. the city of Rome. Mm. And verse 5 begins like this. Those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what that nature desires. Mm. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. Mm. And then this really key verse, 6. The mind of the sinful man is death, mm. but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life mm. and peace. Mm. And he concludes, the sinful mind is hostile to God. Mm. And God is not hostile to us. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. I think just a, a last point, you got me thinking as you're reading that passage, and I know you've been involved with, with quite a few different churches, not just in the UK, but around the world as well. Mm. Um, I don't know, when, when it comes to the Holy Spirit or the teachings of the Holy Spirit, uh, I feel like maybe one of the reasons, maybe particularly in, in the UK, um, people don't engage with the Spirit or see transformation of the Holy Spirit in them is because there's not a lot of teaching around the Holy Spirit. Um, and maybe the Holy Spirit is just seen, as you mentioned before, as this, you know, just force that you have an encounter with one, one day on a Sunday and, and that's mm. it. Um, uh, I don't know. I think in some of the churches I've been across, um, there's not a, a solid teaching of the Holy Spirit, even though Jesus promises the Holy Spirit to his disciples and basically tells them that, you know, you need the Holy Spirit even before you become witnesses. Um, even though you've been with me for, for all these, all these uh, years, these three years, um, you know, you'll be my witnesses when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Um, and I just feel like there's, there's not a lot of um, um, teaching on, on the Holy Spirit and the relevance of the Holy Spirit in our lives daily. Um, it's, sometimes it's just seen as a one-time encounter. But um, I don't know if you've had that same experience in different churches, or maybe there are some churches who emphasize too much uh, on the Holy Spirit mm. in, in a wrong way in terms of more of the, the, the signs and wonders. And we know that in Corinthians, that's one of their issues with, with speaking in tongues and, and seeking spiritual mm. gifts, but their lives weren't actually mm. being transformed by the Holy Spirit. So they were kind of missing the mark in a total different element. 
Um, but do you think that as churches we need to kind of engage more with, with teachings around who the Holy Spirit is in our lives day to day rather than just a one-off encounter that we have? I do, mm. and I've seen it as an issue, not just in the UK, I've seen mm. it in other, other countries and other cultures mm. that um, God has led me to over the, the years of my working life. Mm. Um, I think one of the common denominators is that whatever the culture and whatever the, the churches may look like in, and, and even the languages that we use, whether it's not only English-speaking churches but other-speaking other languages, mm. that we slide into that idea that the Holy Spirit is as much a force, force yeah. and that a force that will either bring us to death or bring us to new life or will mm. give us gifts, it's a force. Mm. And I read up something very recently by that Billy Graham had written in one of his books in which he said, it, it, don't think of it as a force. Mm. It's got personality. Yeah, absolutely. There's something about the Holy Spirit that if the more you learn, the more you experience it mm. as an individual or as a church, the more you understand and experience that he is part of the he, she, it doesn't have gender. But it has personality, the Holy Spirit. And therefore, when we think of the Father, when we think of the Son, Jesus Christ, and when we think of the Holy Spirit, yeah. all three have this personality that is united. Yeah. And that is the extraordinary trinity that is amongst us. Absolutely. And is our present and our future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Paul. And I hope that throughout this series we can kind of and tap into more of who the Holy Spirit is as, as a person mm. uh, in our lives. Because um, I feel like we really need to, to be walking. And again, I mean, the passage speaks about in Galatians and it says of being in step with the Spirit and yeah. kind of has this um, idea of, of having that relationship with, with the Holy Spirit mm. uh, and, and benefiting from all that the Holy Spirit brings in and transforms us um, into the likeness of who Jesus is. So I want to encourage you, if you, if you um, maybe during this week you hadn't had the opportunity to, to listen to Paul's sermon, it's on YouTube, so you can go and watch it. Um, so I would encourage you to watch it and begin to pray for this uh, new series that we have coming up, looking at the, the fruits of the Spirit, that it won't just become a series of just good teaching, uh, but it'll be a series where the Holy Spirit will, will, will mm. begin to do a practical yes. work in all of our lives. We, we want to see the Holy Spirit working amongst us as, as a church community and seeing all the, the fruits of the spirit not just as individuals but as a collective church community so yeah. i hope it's something that we can really pray and, and really be on our knees and it's, it's difficult stuff challenging things but um i believe the holy spirit can help us get to that as a church so thank you so much for for tuning in to the pondering couch this is the last one and next week we're going to have our home group questions in a different formats which you will see um coming out uh, next week so have a blessed week and we'll see you soon Bless. Thank you and bye. bye.